It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo tonight. What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's uh, what's happening today? Um, man, same shit. So now that we've done this uh, twice already because we fucked the first one up. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking. Uh, we haven't. Uh, it hadn't been me and you in a long time. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, since since really way, since way back in the day. I know. Like a year it's crazy. ago. Yeah, probably probably even more than that. Man. Now I yeah. can't believe we've been doing this for a year. It yeah, man. So that kind of uh, we should probably talk about some of our favorite moments. Over the past year, <laughs> favorite favorite some good ones. favorite moments in Sultan history. Yeah, of, uh, of podcasting. Since since you brought it up, I'm gonna make you start it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think. I mean, there were some really fun. You know, I, the one that really sticks out in my mind is uh, Dave's uh, spice box. <laughs> yeah. The that sp- was the spice box. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, jeez. That was it. And and to know that to this day he's still adding different stuff to it to make it more well rounded. Um, I know. Even more impressive. He talked about that what last last podcast we did with him here. He, right. Still still adding spices. Still still at it, man. I mean, you can't you can't teach that type of dedication. You really can't. <sighs> Miss that son of a gun. Oh yeah, um, man. Mine, mine. Uh, one of the big ones for me was talking to uh, Romacraft, man. Oh yeah, Skip. Yeah, Skip Martin. He's yeah, a, he's a cool. cool dude. Yeah, he is. And 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 yep. was uh was awesome to have on and uh, chit chat with. Yeah, chit chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He is really good. Uh, definitely uh, all the noises Dave's uh, when Dave lived in was it Louisiana? Oh geez, all those noises and stuff that was great. His drag strip and train out in front of his house and oh yeah, the airplanes. Yeah, the oh, cow nice. and the bee. Oh yeah, cow and bee. Uh, is it Andrew from Small Batch? Yeah, we had him on that one day when he had the birds flying through his. Uh, his backyard and stuff. We need to get him on again. He was good. Yeah. You know, it's funny you said you bring them up. Um, you know, I meet people all the time that, that talk about how awesome their uh, their online store is just uh, with everything. So that's uh, much respect to Andrew and, and what they're doing over there. And I was actually um, I was actually at the Davidoff dinner in, in Las Vegas when they won the Golden Band Award. So that was really cool, too. Good awesome. for them. Awesome. They're really killing it, man. Yeah, they do, uh, they do a lot. Of, they just did um, a uh, special for Noise Guys uh, last week, I think. Oh, really? A little sampler pack. Mm-hmm. I'm not oh, sure. Was what that was, the one with? Go ahead. I'm not sure what was in it. No, but... was it... Yeah, me neither. Um, no. Dave posted it. But there was only twelve available, and man, it was a hell of a good price too. Mm-hmm. If I would have had money, I might have bought one. Right. <laughs> well, it's funny, you know. We were talking a little bit before we, 
obviously before we started this today, but um, cigar pricing and, and kind of where things are going and, and what's considered affordable anymore and what's considered. So here's my question to you. Yeah. And, and obviously our viewpoints are going to be a little bit different just because cigars are typically more expensive here than they are by you. Yeah. And then, God, if you're in New York or California, even more so than that. Yeah, that's bad. But my thing is, these days, what do you think it costs to get a, a pretty damn good cigar? Um, and, le- and let's assume that, for just to make it simple, anything that's 10 bucks by you is probably 12 to 13 by me. Let's just assume that. So, so 2 to $3... Yeah. Two to three dollar increase up here. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Um, man, anything now, but it, it, norm is eight to twelve dollars, easy, mm-hmm. and yeah. pushing the eight uh, ten to twelve range more than the eight to twelve range. Yeah, let me ask you this: what do you what do you see that's around eight bucks by you? That that's pretty good. Um, man, I haven't been to the shop in forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Well, that way. I'm trying to think. Yeah, because man, it's like even here, you know, you get to that ten to twelve, you have a bunch of options. Uh, uh, so I did. I did go the other day um, mm-hmm. and picked up uh, Bishop's Blend. Oh yeah, and it was yeah. twelve something. I okay, believe. but that's a limited edition cigar. It too. is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only shop around that has them, so I went mm-hmm. ahead and picked one up from there. I hadn't smoked it yet, but maybe this week. Who has them up there? Or down by you? Um, it's the uh, cigar seller. Oh, okay, yeah, the ones where uh, I bought those K two twenty twos that one day. Yeah, yeah, and they still have some of yeah, those. Okay. I almost picked one of those up too. Yeah, I think Jeff, know, actually, Jeff still got some go of those. Yeah, it's a good cigar. I um. I they they were part of the K two twenty two was part of that broadleaf uh whatever the big broadleaf collection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh so it's interesting with the broadleaf on it versus the regular blend, which I think is an Ecuadorian Abano on that one. Um yes. But, uh, I believe that's what it was. That's a good stick. Yeah, a good stick. So they make so the man, s- you smoke Go what's ahead. that? Go ahead. They make the same one with uh, the uh Connecticut on it? With the broadleaf, with yeah. the broadleaf, yeah, but it's only part of that collection. collection. But now I think they're they're making that each one of those collections separate, so you could buy them separately. Man, that would be good. Yeah, dude, we I cannot tell you how many of those things we. I mean, we've just been cranking through those. People oh, are yeah. loving it. And then the skinny monsters, uh, really cranking through those. The uh, the Drac, I think you'd really like the Drac if you can get a hold of one of those. I've got the uh, the whole set from you from last year. Right, okay. Yep. I need to smoke through it sometimes, too. Yeah, because yeah. I remember you went through the Pudgies. Those were good. Yeah. Those were yeah, I think those were from you, too. No, those were from Dave. Were they from Dave? They were. Uh, He's such a sweetheart. He is. Uh, we keep coming back to Dave. Dave. <laughs> it's like the day, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that a lot of interesting stuff out, man. A lot of interesting. What's stuff. the one uh, I sent you guys a couple days ago? You said you hadn't tried it, and Dave hadn't. Oh, uh, uh, was came. it a La Polina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the uh, Nicaraguan. Okay, yeah. We unfortunately we don't see a lot of those, and I'll tell you, their TAA twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. the La Polina, was. I mean, for lack of a better description, fucking awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. If you see those, and and well, Fogue is a TAA shop, right? Yeah, they are. If they if they still have those, dude, I bet they do. Do yourself a favor, get some. They're phenomenal. That is a very very good cigar. I'm gonna, I was impressed. I'm going to get by there this week and see. Uh, there was something else <clears throat> I was looking for. We were just talking about HR. Oh, oh yeah, the HR. Well, yeah. Let, let's talk about HR for a little bit. So you and I, you had brought up uh, something that I that I hear in the shop all the time, and, and that was uh, a lot of a lot of folks get stuck on that price point for the uh, for the HR two thousand, which is the Ecuadorian Habano one, or mm-hmm. like the original line, right? Yeah. And um, and I understand that it it can be a tough price point to swallow, uh, no doubt about it. But those, I mean, what do you think? I mean, those are pretty good cigars, aren't they? Uh, man, the HR I had uh, was awesome. Yeah, I had the what uh, the Bellicosa size, and mm-hmm. uh, just a couple weeks ago, awesome! It was phenomenal. I would smoke it again mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, I would even go to like Boxworthy. Yeah, but the price tag is what kills it for me. I have a hard time spending. 20 plus dollars a stick right i mean that's that's a lot that's a lot of money i mean even if it is even if it's 20 bucks i can buy two ten dollar sticks that are pretty close to just as good Mm -hmm. yeah and have two for one it's interesting uh it's interesting because when when we get people to actually try those they love them Oh, yeah. go buy them again, but it's 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 getting over that that mental hurdle because I feel like when you see a price tag like that, the first thing that comes to your mind is like David Offer Padron. So you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But uh, oh, here's some real life stuff for you too. What's up? Um. So remember the conversation we had last week where we talked about uh, people buying gifts. Yeah. So uh, Dave didn't want to play along. Well, I, it's not that I don't think he wanted to. I just <laughs> don't think he understood how to. <laughs> he, he's always trying to figure out a way to manipulate the system. Right. Yeah, he is. And <laughs> and so I, I think that, uh, but within all of that, and he's not here to defend himself, so we don't we don't want to bring that up too much. Even better. Uh, right. <laughs> well, yeah. But. But I think he he brought up that point of, of, you know, well, why don't you ask them about their social media, right? Yeah. And and so we've had a couple people over the last week or so uh, come in looking for gifts and stuff. And I, I'll ask them, you know, how, how old is this person, you know? And I'll get answers like, you know, they're like 60 or they're like, you know, 65 or they're, you know, 55. And then at that point, like, I shy away from asking that social media question. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, course, oh, do they... Man, a lot more now. They've got yeah, Facebook and Instagram, those people do. I know, but you know, when, around that age, I feel like it's more for family stuff and maybe not uh, necessarily yeah. cigar stuff. But I could, hey, look, we're both in a bunch of cigar groups on Facebook, right? That is right? true, yeah, yeah. 
we and see a... people from all ages. Oh yeah, definitely. So it, I don't want to assume, but the likelihood, the likelihood, I feel like definitely. Oh yeah, is less. diminishes. Yes. Yeah. That is a good but idea, the, though. Have you started using that? Like, hey, do they have an Instagram? Um. Well, I was going to. But then when they tell me the age, I kind of just shy away and oh, I'm like, okay. David off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just go for the home run. You're like, man, this is safe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is. I mean, David off, well, drone. Again, you know, it's like we talked about. It doesn't matter. At that point, if it's a gift, it doesn't matter if they like it or not. It's about, okay, I went and I bought you what is considered to be the best of what you like to do. Yeah. Right? So... And a lot of times that's something they wouldn't have bought themselves. In a lot of instances, yes. I agree with that. Or at least, you know. not, I mean, a special occasion or something, you know. But a, yeah. rare, a rare occurrence a lot of times that they wouldn't right. buy that even for themselves. They want to, but kind of the money factor and all. Yeah. And special. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people... Uh, want to make it, uh, you know, an anniversary or something. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because, uh, you know, it's a lot easier, obviously, when I know the customer that they're buying for. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, it's a lot more difficult when I don't know them. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, so uh, you went to Philadelphia. I did. How was that, man? That was just what two weeks ago now. Yeah, I think yeah, two, two, two and a half. But man, I'll tell you, uh, what a beautiful city. Um, you know, you could just like it's really interesting because you. Just, I feel like you just feel the history there. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. You know, um, you know, you're down these like really narrow streets, and and you see these houses, and uh, it's really really cool. Yeah, I love it. Um, there was uh there's this one tavern or something like that that I saw that's like from before the uh before the revolution it was like 1771 or something like that. Wow. And it's still open. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was really really cool. Um but yeah, I had a I had a wonderful time. Uh now that was for a Mombacho event. Mhm. Um and so uh I will be hitting the road a lot more starting April 1st, so um, be starting out in like uh, the Midwest, like mostly Michigan, like and then uh, probably like Atlanta area, and then get down to Miami uh, throughout April. So if uh, anybody who listens is in those areas, let me know, and if there's a shop you want us to hit or whatnot, uh, let me know. But I will be, uh, I'll have the patinas too. So. Awesome, that and just to hang out with you. Yeah, well, you you have some fans. That, I, I don't know about that, but I feel like uh, if somebody is really that desperate, uh, they could always come hang out. <laughs> uh, but uh, and I'm sure that that would be like an act of desperation. You, you I'll, don't, I'll take it either way. <laughs> you don't want them to find out how boring you really are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. You're, but, you're the more likable of the two of us. I don't think I th- so. I think so. Well, I think so. You know, I think I think people just need to get to know you. <laughs> I liked you right away, but yeah, that's an awkward that. story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
We've told love it a few lo- times. Lo- love the locker room at that place. Yeah. No, right. but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, either way, here's the thing, though. And here's what I wanted to talk about above and beyond cigars yep. is food. That's mm-hmm. like our other kind oh, of passion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, now I understand that it's not chilies, and, and I know that that's kind of like <laughs> the extent of, of your eating out. Oh, I haven't been to chilies in forever. Well, it's easy. Okay, so okay, so now Chipotle is uh, Chipotle. No, I, I've so I've been attending this uh, this Mexican place here in town. Okay, that um, it's actually a tortilla factory. Okay, and they're like making tortillas like while you're sitting in the front tables eating. Mm-hmm. But it's seriously the greatest Mexican food outside of Mexico. <laughs> really. Dude, it's like homemade stuff. I mean, and they're, I mean, if you, if you get tacos or something, they're pulling the tortillas off the factory line and making your tacos up right there. And no kidding. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good That's stuff. That's pretty cool. I've been going there quite That's a up. bit. I got the guys at work kind of turned on to that. So they're always wanting to mm-hmm. go over there. Nice. That's awesome. Other than that, I haven't found anywhere else like cool. That's, uh, of course, you know, here. I mean, <coughs> It's Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's like, you know, I love food, right? But it's like, you know, you got to be careful, too. I feel like, you mm-hmm. know, you don't want to just, and you go to some of these places and, and okay, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll work this into lifting as well, too. So mm-hmm. I don't know how many of our our listeners train, you know, at the gym or whatnot. Yeah. And, and I'm sure right now when some of the guys hear this, they're probably going to roll their eyes. They're tuning out. But, they're skipping ahead like 10 minutes. Yeah, they're, they're skipping, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> if you're, in my opinion, if you're training, and I talked to my buddy about this who has a master's degree and all this stuff and, and is, you know, whatever. But if you're training hard, you could usually get away with one meal in a day where you pretty much eat whatever you want. Oh, and yeah. that's typically like right after a workout would be the best time to do that. Yeah. But... But if you're watching what you do the rest of the day, and I'll be honest, like I've lost weight doing this, mm-hmm. where I'll give myself one meal a day where I just destroy whatever I'm eating. Yeah. And then the rest of the day, I'll watch what I eat. That's pretty much what I do. You know? But mine's lunch because so. I'm out at work. Right. So I'll cook my breakfast, you know, and yeah. uh, steak and eggs and hash browns and then whatever lunch, wherever the guys go at work and stuff or... If I'm on an ambulance or someone, you know, wherever we pick stuff up. And then my dinner is usually cooked here at home. And normally I'll have like two different separate dinners. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's all home cooked. Dinner A and dinner B. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, dude, you weigh what, 230 pounds, 40 pounds? I mean, you got to get, I mean, technically you're supposed to get what, 200 something grams of protein. So, you know. That that's a lot of eating. That's a lot of. I mean, eating. that mean that means you got to eat when you're not hungry. Exactly. Right. I'm always so. hungry though, so that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's that's this. True. So so tell me if you guys have this, and we'll get back to Philly. But uh, so I did have this pizza place the other day. Yeah. Uh, new pizza place here. Um, mm. That it's like um it's like Subway of pizza. So okay, you pick like your crust. And they make it right mm-hmm. there, and then they slap it down, and you go down the line, and you pick, you know, your sauces, your meats, your cheeses, your veggies, or whatever your toppings. Mm-hmm. And there's like I don't know, maybe a hundred different toppings that you can put on this pizza. They, yeah. They throw it in this like 
fire oven that cooks it in like three or four minutes. What's it called? What's the place called? Oh man, I don't remember. I think we do. It's called like uh starts with a B, I think. Bur- yeah, brick oven or I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. I don't know if I can It's like it's like a new chain, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. Um let me see if I can yeah. figure out what it is. You, do you have them there? Have you been to one? I think so. No, I haven't been to one, but I, yeah, I believe I, if we're thinking the same thing, yeah, I think. <coughs> I'm about to. I'm about to figure out what it is. There you go. Hang on. Now that's what. How about Blaze? Yes. There you go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we have it. I just haven't tried it. Freaking good, man. Yeah. I uh so Pi Day. Um this mm-hmm. podcast won't go out before then probably, but Pi Day is tomorrow. And mm-hmm. three you know, uh March fourteenth, three point one four. And that mm-hmm. that same place is having uh all their pizzas three dollars and fourteen cents. No shit. Yeah. There you go. Uh we'll be there for lunch. <laughs> yeah. So will a bunch of other people, so I don't care. Choose your time wisely. Oh, I'll be good. I got a trainee with me, so we're running around town with a trainee, and they're all trained up. So with we're a, just wait with a tranny. <laughs> That's what it seriously sounded like. You're, I'm run, I'll be running around town with a tranny. Trainee. I'm an F- I know. I know you're not talking about an automobile one. <laughs> I'm I'm an FTL. So I have a uh, a newbie with me, an FNG. I guess. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's great. So, so the main point about Philly, besides the event and all that, and food, we're talking about food. Kind of, yeah, it was kind of my first event as Mombacho guy, whatever. But they, so the Philly cheesesteak, I'd never had one. Oh yeah, uh, from Philadelphia. So I, I tried three different places. Awesome. Um, I had Pats at six in the morning. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think they had not Pat's, not Gino's. So I had that one with Cheese Whiz. I had another place the first day I got there, and I can't even remember the name, but it was pretty boring. That one was with uh, Provolone, I think. And then I had another one the other day, the second day I was there, which was Provolone yeah. from a place called Deli Sandro's. That was the best one, in my opinion. Wait, wait, wait. You said um, Cheese Whiz? Yeah, so that's like like at Pats they put like cheese whiz on there. Dude, that's bomb. It sounds bomb at least. Well, yeah, it sounds a lot better. I don't know. I wouldn't have gotten it that way because I'm a big provolone guy. Oh, so provolone's provolone, awesome. But yeah, yeah. So I didn't. It was okay. I I gotta try Geno's next time I go there, but at that particular time it was one or the other. Um, but so you know, people would always say. Uh, Philly cheesesteak is kind of like, you know, Chicago Italian beef, this and that. So for those that don't know, an Italian beef sandwich in Chicago is like a piece of like Italian bread, you know, um, shredded beef, Mm -hmm. like sliced beef, right? And then typically like you'll put like hot peppers or sweet peppers on there. Some people will put mozzarella over it. Yeah. Uh, Other people will put like, you know... uh, you know, marinara sauce on it and stuff and jazz it up that way. But really to eat it the right way, it's usually either hot peppers or sweet peppers with the meat and the bread. 
This right? is this is the place you took uh, me. Yeah, we you and there. I. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Portillo. We went to Portillo, Portillo. that okay. day. But there's a there's a bunch of these places, right? Cool. Cool fact about that is that was like last week, a year ago, or two years ago. My bad. Was it really? Yeah. Oh shit. We've both moved on since then. Uh, um, <laughs> but anyway. In, in many ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. And, and I, you know, listen, I, I don't even know how many people listen to our podcast anymore since we've been inconsistent. But Three or four. Assume, yeah, assuming <laughs> that, assume, and we appreciate them. Exactly. But assuming, assuming that... Uh, People are listening and have had both. Um, I would take an Italian beef over a Philly cheesesteak. Wow. No, no, no ifs, ands, or buts. Really? And, and look, I could be biased, right? Well, Maybe. Yeah. Um, but, and Philly cheesesteaks are good, don't get me wrong. And to me, they're two different tastes. So I could literally have one. It is different. Like, yeah. like in breakfast and one at lunch. So. But overall, I think if like the city of Chicago said, "Okay, we got it," you know, you got to have one or the other, I'd probably go Italian beef. Yeah. You Man, know. do they make one with like like some eggs on it for breakfast? What Italian beef? But either that or a Philly cheesesteak. Do you know? Not that I know of. Well, you know, I mean, well, look, the thing with the Philly cheesesteaks is, depending on where you go, they're pretty anal about what you can and can't put on there. Yes. So, like, you know, if you wanted to go in there and you wanted to get cute, they're going to be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and they will say that, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, they really will. So, you know, there's that intimidation factor of, like, man, I really don't, I really don't want to fuck this up. That's but, like uh, like at New York when, you know, uh, mm-hmm. around, like, here they'll ask you, if, 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 is this for here at a gal? Yeah. And in, like, New York, they're like, stay or go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. They always sound like they're pissed off. So, interesting right. fact, I lived in Philadelphia for like a month. Right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now, why why did they kick you out? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's too much city for me. I like to go and visit. It's awesome. Yeah. I was living like downtown. Uh, it was That was before I moved to Denver. Yeah. Much better <coughs> move, but still. Mm-hmm. So, man, I... I can't say one way or the other on those. I'd have to, I need to eat them again, like back yeah. to back. They, it, yeah, that, and that, and that's tough to do for you. I like and, it. it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any, uh, even decent, like Philly cheesesteak, cheesesteak places here. I guess we do. There's one place like downtown, but yeah, I don't know. It's not the same yeah. unless it's in Philly. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some truth to that, but I, you know, also, I, I know there's some places in Chicago that make really good ones, so. Oh, but I think that's, it, uh, Chicago's fair. You couldn't be like, dude, the best yeah. Philly cheesesteak I've ever had is in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Man, then you'd have to seriously reevaluate uh, what you're doing if you're in Philadelphia. Yeah. So. <laughs> some, uh, some problems there. Yeah, there could be some territorial disputes. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I don't know. Overall, great town, great city. So anybody from Philadelphia uh, that listens to us, man, uh, awesome, awesome place. So you did drop by B and B, which they carry our oh, sticks. Yep, yep. Went to B and B. So uh, this dude Eli is the manager. Great kid, mm-hmm. young young guy. He's like 
man, early 20s makes me feel like a senior citizen. But <laughs> um, super cool dude. Uh, man, they got a lot of a lot of selection there. Um, you know, that and uh, Smoke Manny Unk, both, both very, very cool uh, cigar shops. I know a lot of people talk about Holtz or yeah. I think there's, an, and there's another one that's out there that's pretty big. Um, I unfortunately didn't have a chance to stop by those places, but, uh, but the two that I went to B and B and smoke Maniunk were, uh, really, really cool and awesome. Cool vibe. So awesome. Whole, uh, B and B does have an online, um, sales mm-hmm. as well. Anybody interested yeah. in stuff there? Mm-hmm. We ran a little discount code through them back in December for people that yeah. ordered, but they'll hook you up if you, uh, if you go in there. Great no guys. About it. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. You know, the owner was supposed to come meet us, but I think he he got busy or something like that. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to. But uh, hopefully, if I go back, I'll get a chance to meet him and uh, talk to him for a bit. But yeah, they're they're big uh, black label fans. Yep. Um, so they they like that stuff that comes out of Oveja Negra. And um, speaking of the Bishop's Blend, I actually tried it. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to say, man. It was like. It was my third cigar of the day or fourth cigar of the day. Yeah, that's what you'd mentioned. You know, and uh, I, I should have bought two so I could sit down later and, and really uh, enjoy it. But, um, but you know, I could see why people like it for sure, you know, what, what all the hype was. And, mm-hmm. and I know that uh, a lot of people like that cigar. But, yeah, I would, I would, I would love to smoke that again on a fresh palate and see what that like what flavors really come out of it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Now here's another topic for you. What do we got? And, and we were and uh, we were fucking around with this guy at the shop. We were teaching him how to retrohale. Oh nice. Okay? So he had never really retrohaled a cigar before, and he's like, you know, I'm not sure how to do it. Every time I try, I almost choke myself. <laughs> So the first cigar we ever had him learn how to, because we're like, okay, look, if you're going to smoke this cigar, mm-hmm. you have to know how to retrohale or you're going to miss out on a lot of the enjoyment. Yeah. So you know what more. I mean? Right. So the first cigar he ever re- learned to retro on was a fucking Byron, five años. Okay. Mm, okay. So, you know, you're talking about 30 something dollars cigar, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we're teaching him how to retrohale <laughs> on a Byron. And he's like, holy shit, you know, this and that. And so we're like, what you need to do after this is go back to some of the stuff you normally smoke and mm. re-smoke them. Yeah. And he goes, and so he does that. And he's like, I honestly just realized that I've never smoked a cigar in my life. Wow. Now you're talking about a guy that smokes, you know, four times a week, usually two cigars a day. So about eight cigars a week. And he's sitting there saying, man, I feel like I've never smoked a cigar. That's interesting. You know, before I learned how to, how to do this. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to throw this question to you, too. Are there certain cigars, or, and you don't have to name names, but are there certain cigars where you're like, man, I like this better when I don't retrohale it? Like, I actually just like that kind of initial flavor, and I'm not trying to, like, get all the underlying, you know, Dave West spice box flavors. <laughs> this would be a, this would be a, I don't, I don't think I've ever paid attention to it. Like if I do or don't, or I've never, uh, I don't know. I don't make a mental note of 
one way or the other. I got you. Dave, we're going to have to ask Dave. We're going to have to uh, stick a pin in this one and ask Dave next time. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he's probably got a freaking uh, pie chart. <laughs> or- right, yeah. Yeah, he's oh. got a pie chart of uh, <laughs> level of uh, you know marginal utility. So like if I retrohale seven times during smoking a cigar, <laughs> yeah. the eighth one sucks. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Now, what I have started to do since we talked about this, um, way back when we were even testing our blends and stuff. Yeah. You every I don't know, whatever. Pick pick a number, three or four inhales. Mm-hmm. Exhale back out the cigar and blow all the uh, smoke. More, I'll do mm-hmm. it if if I've had it sitting for just a little while. I'll clear the cigar mm-hmm. back out. Mm-hmm. Every time, then it, fr- it it tastes like you just fired it back up. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know if a lot of people do that, but I do. I have started to do that more and more. Um, you can almost, I don't know, every three or four times, you can almost kind of start to taste it to it, it, the taste change. Right. Clear it back out and then uh, inhale again. And it's it's seriously like a fresh cigar. So I don't know if a lot yeah, of people. You, you could do that, especially uh, something similar when, when a cigar is real fresh. Mm-hmm is you do that um, to get rid of some of the ammonia mm-hmm. and, like, that flavor. Yeah, definitely. So, But I'll do that on a regular basis now on pretty much right. any cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have noticed that makes a difference. Right. And it's just whenever I don't, I don't have, like, a – I'm not a – I didn't Dave West it, and I don't have a formula, but – Yeah. <laughs> the West theorem. <laughs> He's going to listen to this and fire back at us next week on this oh, yeah. Cigar we'll Noise Weekly. <laughs> yeah. By the way, which, you know, well, I think the majority of our listeners probably are Cigar Noise guys anyway. But, um, you know, Dave has done just such a, a phenomenal job with that, man. That oh, whole, yeah. uh, you know, it was funny because, and to give Dave credit, he was so worried about when he moved to Kuwait, you know, what would happen with Cigar Noise and this and that. And, you, you know, we both had told him, you know, you're going to figure it out, man. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. You, you just, because you have a new set of circumstances, you just adapt to them, you know? And not only has he adapted to his new circumstances, but I feel like he's taken cigar noise to a whole new fucking level. Oh yeah. Big so, time. So maybe he wants to stay his ass out there because he's doing, uh, <laughs> some really, some really cool things, man. Um, so kudos to Dave. Oh, he's big time. It. It's all. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> All the stuff that they're doing over there now, and oh yeah, and, and and dude, kudos to Rich. Rich helps them out. I mean, you know, and Rich is Moo Cow for those that don't know. But Moo Cow, yeah, all of them. They yeah. did videos last year, and they've mm-hmm. expanded now into the uh, Cigar Noise Weekly. Dave needs help with that again. So any shops out there that want to be featured, any yep. any brands that want to be featured. Dave's looking for intros. Dave's looking for shops to be featured. So mm-hmm. get a hold of us, get a hold of him, whatever. Yeah. Man, um, it's free advertisement for your company, for your yeah, shop. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, and and, and and not only that, but you're you're also appealing to uh, guys that are dedicated cigar smokers. Yeah. You know? uh, not just guys who smoke cigars. <laughs> Speaking of, and I know we've beaten this topic to, to absolute death <laughs> so i'm not going to talk about it but i will say that that conversation 
continually rears its head. Uh, so, I mean, like, even, like, every week, at least one time, I feel like I'm having that conversation. Yeah? Yeah. With cigar smokers and cigar guys. Who? Guys who smoke cigars. Who are you having this conversation with, typically? <sighs> Usually customers. Is it cigar smokers or guys that smoke cigars? Both. Okay. So, you know, I had one guy, for example, ask, you know, how do you, how do you think you could, you know, increase your business at, at you know, whatever shop or, or just a shop person in general? Mm-hmm. And, you know, my thing is, and like I told him, I said, you have to understand your customer base. Yeah. Are they cigar smokers or guys who smoke cigars? And what's the majority? Because that's a big difference. Yeah. You know? Um, so, uh, but yeah, again, I don't want to get too much into that because I know we beat that topic to death. But yeah, there's usually a point in a week where I have that conversation with somebody. That's awesome. That's, that's good to know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, man, there's so much stuff that we talk about that, that really is a result of conversations I either have in the shop or there are conversations you and I and, and, and Dave have that I take to the shop and, and make talking points, you know, where I get guys involved and get their opinions and things like that. Yeah. But um, it's fascinating. It, it's always interesting to get different viewpoints and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. And, they, and where are we on uh, auctioning or uh, raffling off the box, the uh, ashtray? So we need a few more people to submit Okay. a photo. We we've got a we've got a handful. I guess nobody wants mm-hmm. free stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, we just need a yeah, few more. Yeah, what's the people. MSRP on? That's like a hundred and fifty dollar basically ashtray, isn't it? Yes. That we're giving away. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> we need a few more people to submit uh, photos. All you got to do is mm-hmm. submit a photo on Instagram and tag us in it. Sultans mm-hmm. of smoke. Put put one of our cigars in the photo. Put our coffee in the photo. No, can they do it on Facebook? If they, if they, you, sure. If they do it on Facebook, tag does us. that count too? Okay. Yeah, wherever. Yeah. As long as you tag us, so that we know. Just put it mm-hmm. on cigar noise. Let us know. Well, 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 yeah. Someone's got to let us know it's on cigar because I don't, I don't check cigar noise all the time. I check I mean, it. I'll... So, just let us know that it's on <clears> there. You can email it. However, if you want free stuff. It's uh it's it's a it it's, it's a one of a kind ashtray and it's pretty freaking sweet. So if nobody submits anything, yeah. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. Well No, yeah. other people need to submit. So we've got we've got yeah. a few. Awesome. Um we need a couple more. Awesome. It's cool. Coffee, we've yeah. gotten some good feedback from coffee. I hate to talk too much about yeah. us, but Yeah. The coffee, dude, it's good. Oh yeah, that Nicaragua was really good. Oh, that was yeah. my favorite. That's my favorite I mean, all, as well. They all they all bring something different to the table. It's like you know the best analogy I could use is like if you have kids, like you love all your kids <laughs> the same, but you like different shit about each kid. Yes, you know what I mean. Like yeah, this kid's funny. This kid's a smartass. This kid's smart. You know. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, so they all bring a little something different to the table. That's for sure. So. Um. Yeah, man, that's all I got for today. I don't want to make this too long. It feels like, uh, you know, we let guys let this sink in and then come back at it. 
Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how things go. See if people well, like uh, me and you bantering about nothing mm-hmm. for forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um. Well, I'll get this posted, and we'll uh, see what people think, and hit it again next week. And we'll, we're still looking to try and get Dave on here and there. So. Yeah. He he. For com- sure, man. He completes us. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, All right, he man. Does. Rotisserie Dave. Rotisserie. <laughs> but yeah. Cool, man. Well, enjoy awesome. uh, and enjoy the shop, and I'll talk to you later. Sounds good, bud. All right. Have a good night. Yeah. See you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.